Uh, fall camp been going pretty good. I feel like I, uh, I got a lot of more stuff to I can do, you know, and got a lot of more stuff to learn. So I'm just looking at the older guys, just learning, you know, trying to get better and just keeping it pushing. If I'm not mistaken, uh, when you were in high school, you, you played wide receiver. I don't I don't believe you played running back at all. How much uh, growth have you made uh, from last season and this offseason training with Jamal Willis uh, to, to be ready to, to provide an impact this this fall? Uh, yeah, I was a receiver in high school. Um, yeah, this, this summer I took a lot. I, I took a lot. I, they moved me to running back last year. So I was like, you know, well, I'm gonna play running back. I got to get better. So just kept working. And of course, Jamal Willis, you know, him being a good running back at BYU, I said, let me get some work in with him. And so, yeah, I, I just kept working. Okay, go ahead, Alex. Hey, Miles, I was just curious, um, what are the biggest adjustments from going um, from a wide receiver in high school to, to kind of transitioning to running back in college? Uh, in high school, I feel like wide receivers, like, you know, kind of easy. You really just running around and catching a ball, trying to use your speed. And so in college, it's like it's like a lot more learning, a lot more learning, like trying to learn the defense. So it's kind of been pretty difficult, but, you know, trying to get over those obstacles and just – yeah, just keep pushing as a running back, trying to learn more stuff. At, at first, at, running back is kind of easy, but then, you know, it's it's the, the defense you're trying to read. I feel like it's kind of hard, especially for me. Just as a follow-up, what about in terms of, like, uh, body type and kind of and getting stronger? Like, you know, how much have you had to change just, just your body to adjust to, to a different position where, you know, you're probably getting hit a lot more and yeah. kind of in the trenches a lot more. Yeah. So yeah, you do gotta, you gotta stay in the gym for sure. A lot, a lot more than like receiver. I feel like it's just, yeah, you working, you working out, but you're trying to stay like, just like fit a little bit and, you know, conditioned. But I feel like as running back, you got to get a little bigger. Like I remember last year I got hit one time. It was my first time getting in the game as a running back and I got hit and I was like, oh my God, yeah. I for sure got to put some weight on. So yeah, you got to for sure get a lot bigger as running back. Okay, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, Miles, they mentioned the other day how you had the great uh, scrimmage. What what was your favorite play or maybe what kind of your favorite memory? What stands out to you uh, from that from that day? Uh, my favorite my favorite memory from that day was, you know, when I scored and my team, like all the older older guys just came over and like, you know, hyped me up and gave me like a little praise. And so I was kind of happy for that and seeing my, all my other teammates happy. And so, yeah. Who are some of the other running backs that everyone knows about Lopini and uh, and Algier? Who are some of the other guys that are kind of in the running back room that are moving up the depth chart like you that are yeah. kind of competing for that third spot? Uh, I feel like all the running backs is, uh, uh, you know, pretty good. And we're all trying to get, you know, to that next level. And so we are trying to just keep moving up all of us as a, as a group instead of just trying to get up as a thing. Oh, then for Mackenzie, I requested. Oh, now she's got it. What What about Sione Finau? Has he been in there with you guys? Uh, Sione, Sione is a pretty good, you know, good running back. Uh, lately, he has not been here, but I'm pretty sure when he does come back, he's going to for sure be a great running back. 
Okay, let's go Greg and then Trevor. Hey, Miles. Um, has Jamal or anyone else uh, talked about comparison athletes, like who you might be thinking about in making a transition from from wide receiver to running back? And and I mean, just using Antonio Gibson as an example of an NFL guy doing something similar. Do you talk about or look at other guys who've tried to do it? Uh. Well, nobody told me, but like one kid, one person I did look up to, like that was a running back in college, was Tariq Hill. Mm. He was a running back in uh, college, and so I try to look up to him, and you know, just use his try to use how he he like felt. Probably, I don't know how he felt exactly, but like I'll be trying to think how how did he feel moving as a running back to a receiver, especially going to the NFL, which is a big difference. And so that's how I try to think of it. And and follow up to a different realm altogether. When did you start becoming aware in your life of the other Miles Davis, and how much did that become a thing in your life where people talked about him with your name and everything else? Oh, me growing up, me growing up, that was like the thing. Everybody, all the teachers, and like as my teachers growing up, they was, do you know Miles Davis? Miles Davis, do you play instruments? Like so, me growing up, that was like a big thing, and it still is to this day as a big thing. You don't mind it then? No, I love it. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> hey, Trevor, go ahead. Hey, Miles. So you mentioned that you've been working with Jamal Willis training throughout the offseason. What are some of the skills or fundamentals that he's been having you work on to become a better running back? Um, my hips. He, he has me working on my hips. And then, of course, my jump cuts. Jump cuts and just getting around the corner type of thing. Okay, let's go Sean and then Matt. Miles, I had one question in mind, but I got to follow up to what you just uh, answered to Greg there about your name. You didn't, you didn't answer the question that your that your teachers ask you. Do you play any any instruments? Are you a secret saxophone player or anything like that? No, no, sir, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, more importantly, you're a really good running back. Um, Thank you. Even if you were a wide receiver all through high school, uh, what was kind of the value of last year just in being able to to sort of shift, I guess, your mindset a little bit from coming in, being like the speedster guy, not necessarily having a position to kind of making the run into, into a full time running back. Was, was there a lot of value last year in in kind of making that move? Um, yeah, it was a lot of value. I feel like me me transitioning to a running back it was like it was pretty fun like running back is awesome like that's a fun position so i love running back miles what has coach unga told you guys um about the plan rotation and what it will take for you to get more snaps in games uh i feel like we just all have to do our part in the game just all do our parts um the rotation will come however it comes it's just we got to just do our job and make sure we you know be able to he can be able to trust us okay we're gonna go jake and then alex and then dick and then we'll be done Miles, I've got to ask the question, who is the fastest running back of the group? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. We haven't raced. Nobody raced in the group, so I'm not sure on that. Would you but at, right, at, right now, I'll say it would be Tyler. Oh, really? You, but Tyler you got some speed. Tyler has some speed. Would you put yourself in the mix, though? 
Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't never got to really use my speed like that. So, you know, I'm not sure. Thank you. Um, Miles, um, how much, what are the biggest impacts that Tyler and Lopini have, have made on you and some of the best advice that they've given you so far? Oh yeah. Those two guys I look up to, I look up to those guys. They, they help me a lot actually. Like whenever I need, like, if I don't know a play, like I'll go to them or if, if I did something like wrong, I'll go to them and ask them. So I feel like those two, those two older guys, they like help out the whole running back group, not just me. I feel like they help out the whole running back group. Hey, Dick, go ahead. Yeah, Miles, uh, could you take us through um, what the zone blocking um, scheme is like for a running back to learn uh, kind of what uh, challenges there are for you to, to get yourself in a position to challenge for a playing time when you have to learn certain things? What are those things that you take us through those? The, so the zone blocks, it's, it's, I feel like it's kind of, you know, hard at, at the beginning because you don't know, like, which one you have to get. Like, especially as a running back, you have to scan the whole field just like a quarterback would. And so I feel like just reading the whole defense, I feel like you have to read the whole defense and figure everything out. Yeah, it was good practice. Um, obviously, things to keep working on. I think you can probably just copy and paste the other times we've done media. So I, I think it's, it's really good. We're starting to see some of our travel squad guys start to separate themselves and, and know the guys that we can probably seek a little bit more reps into now that we've had pretty much uh, most of our install, if not all. So I know. Uh, Offensively, we've got a few things to add, but defensively, we've got pretty much the whole install in. Now it's just a matter of um, cleaning it up and being uh, assignment sound and, and making sure that we're executing with the right technique. All right, let's go Alex and then Mitch. Coach, I'm um, just curious on on what you've seen from Miles Davis so far. Um, in camp and, you know, I guess not just in camp, but in kind of in the, in the time that you've had him in his transition from wide receiver in high school to, to running back now. Yeah. Very athletic, um, tough kid. And he's, he's elusive. He, he knows how to run with the ball in his hands. And so he, he's got the great instincts of, of a natural runner, uh, feeling pressure and knowing how to avoid it. And then um, no one really gets a clean shot on, on him. So I think in the scrimmage, I think A-Rod had mentioned how well he did is because he's just a hard guy to tackle. And then you combine that with the willingness to learn. Um, I think the, he's got a, a, a tremendous amount of potential. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it works. Plus, he can catch the ball. So he has that ability to do it out of the backfield. And, and we'll, we'll see what else he can put together. But so far, we've been really, really happy with the progress that we've seen from him all the way from you know last year to now. Balani, you know, I'm curious, what makes starting quarterback decisions so significant for your program, but really any college football program, in your opinion, what, what makes these decisions so significant? For us is to see if you're having a difficult time like we are, that means that you uh, you 
got a good group, you know? And so it's two things, either you don't have a good group or you have a good group. And, and we feel like we have a lot of confidence in these three guys and, and then feel really comfortable with the guys that are, are behind them and the guys that we're seeing improve and get better. So I, I feel really good about the whole room. I know A-Rod does. Um, and, and it's just a matter of uh, the guy winning out the spot outright, you know, and, and as long as they keep performing, doing well, uh, all three of them individually, then, then they're going to make it really hard for us. But for the coaching staff, we have to figure out the guys are going to have the most success. And that's, and, uh, that, that's what we're trying to figure out in the next few practices. And just to follow up, uh, after having two more practices since, since that for, uh, first scrimmage over the weekend, uh, which quarterback is showing that separation that maybe you guys wanted to see? All three are showing great separation from the rest. I mean, that's, it's really close right now. So we'll have to, I mean, there's going to be some moments where we're going to have to make some decisions on, on, on how to, you know, function from here on out, but they're making it really difficult on us. And that's, that's a really good sign. Do you expect the decision to come after maybe this weekend after Saturday's practice? Uh, hard to forecast. I, I can't just say it right now when, when we're going to have that done. I know it'll be done before the game. But uh, the, the sooner the better for all of us. Thanks, Kalani. All right, let's go, Jay, and then Jake. Kalani, how's the air conditions, the smoke affected uh, what you guys are doing? Did you have to go inside again today? I know the Fan Fest was canceled tonight. So uh, what's going on with the air conditions in your team? Yeah, we, we've had to go inside. We've had most of our practices indoors because of the air. Um, I just go off of what our uh, sports medicine department says, and if it's even questionable, we'll we'll go inside. So I don't want these guys filling up their lungs with that smoke that's out there. And um, you know, there's a lot of guys that that have a lot of things to consider, whether it's asthma or other things that had to do do with respiratory issues. So we, we want to be smart, and um, you know, our first game is going to be indoors. So hopefully, they get control of this of the smoke and, and uh, we can get outside and get some some uh, some sunlight. We, we'd like to get that done, but until then, we're just going to keep operating by uh, following our, the leadership of our sports medicine department, which we have a lot of faith in. Kalani, you've had to rebuild this defensive line, or I guess essentially reload to replace the guys you lost from last year's team. How have they looked so far in camp? Yeah, really good. They've held their own. They're going against a, a really big physical line, and so uh, I think they've they've done some really. Good. I think it's helped them become better. That that's helped our, our team last year, and so um, you know because our line is not going to slow down for anybody, and so I think that especially with the ones. Uh, so I, I think it's kind of like, hey, here you are. Uh, try to try to defend it, and that's been really good good uh, learning experience for our players. But it's not like a lot of them are brand new to it. I, I want to remind everybody that there's a lot of guys that are playing on our D line that have game time experience and, and have ability. You know, so I know we lost some some production and some guys to the NFL, but we feel really good about the guys that are coming back and feel good about the the size that we have and then the amount of reps and, and experience that they have. So we'll just we'll just have to prove it on the field. Yeah, one guy I wanted to ask about in particular is Nisa Mahe. A really interesting story, him playing in 2019, then misses the entire year last year. Can you kind of just lay out how he's done so far in camp coming back from missing an entire season? Yeah, he's been really, really good. He's been 
a good person to fill the shoes of Kairos Tonga. So, um, you know, I, I believe he and, and Kate has done a great job that, that being that that big presence up front. And then also, um, you know, uh, Jacob Paul has done a great, great job there, too, as well as Joshua Singh. So there's a lot of guys that can do that. And then there's some guys that, that are athletic, but not as big and not as uh, not as stout as those guys like Earl Mariner and, um, you know, others that we have in the mix, um, Gabe Summers, others. We're going to be fine. I really feel good about the personnel. Uh, you know, just we just keep telling them that no one believes in them. And then uh, so they got to go out there and prove it. So hopefully, you know, they can get it done on September 4th. Okay, we're going to do last two questions, Jacob and then Greg. Yeah, Coach, uh, just looking at the uh, release of the AP uh, Top 25 poll coming out, a um, couple of your opponents listed in that list. Um, what's the reaction been from the guys in terms of motivating factor, you know, being left out on that list and, and also going into the first week against Arizona? Is it something that they're using to fuel or is it more of a, hey, we're just going to pay attention to week one? I haven't even looked at it myself, so I, I... – I don't know if the guys are even focused on that. I don't think that's a focus that we're, we're they're trying to learn their plays and learn their technique. And, uh, you know, we, we have goals. And so, but that stuff doesn't, we're not, we're not that type of team where we have to worry about things like that. We're just going to try to perform at our best. That's, that's a, we're going to keep it simple for our guys to try to be at their best and see what happens. So uh, that other stuff doesn't really motivate these guys. Hey, Kalani, what kind of a camp has it been for the Nakua brothers? It's been good. We've, we've had, um, you know, I think Fessy's mentioned it before, that we've, we've had to be really smart um, with with their progress, but I really believe they're going to have a huge presence on our on our offense. I mean, they, they already have a good presence with our, with our team and, and the camaraderie and the, the chemistry between uh, Puka and Samson and the rest of the team. It's, it's, it's awesome. So I, I think they're, they're loving guys that, that know how to connect with people. And um, they're really good, great for our locker room. Uh, such uh, team first guys. And so um, really, really good to have them on our, on our, in our program. Thank you.